Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever in the world you may be. I'm Nicole BZ, and you know everything. I am, fuck, I'm in the the Web3 vortex. If you've been paying any attention on my Insta at the BZ channel or on the loop, link in bio, just kidding, link, I think in my show notes. <laughs> You may have already gotten my Web3 Basic B Biz Guide, which is on a Web3 platform. Did I just say Web3 enough for you in the first 10 seconds of this? You're welcome. I am not being endorsed, (laughs) nor am I being paid to advertise for Web3. But what I am is probably obsessively committed to small business and creative entrepreneurs' success. And anytime a new tool, a new solution, a new platform is introduced, I'm, I'm one of those geeks and nerds that is going to test it out. And it's interesting because there are so many different opportunities, so many different solutions available to us, especially in business. And it can feel overwhelming. It can feel like by the time you've implemented something successfully, there's another better, cheaper, more efficient solution being rolled out. And look, all of that is super true. Even just at a conference in Amsterdam the other day, the the inventor of the internet declared that, you know, Web3 is ridiculous and they'll be using the same intentions to create a trustless and permissionless way of engaging on the internet and it's not going to be on the blockchain. And that's amazing. I love that because what it means is that we're all talking about the same shit, which is we no longer want people selling our data, tracking our every move, and using our devices or our computers as ways of essentially spying on us. We don't want to have to sign a form and two-factor authentication and remember our password and update passwords every three months and then get hacked anyway and blah, 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 blah. Like my poor mom can't even use the internet anymore. So yeah, we're working out different solutions. And I created the Basic B Web3 Biz Guide. Should be out right now. You should be able to go to www.web3bz.wallet.crypto. I should probably fucking know that. That's how good I am at plugging my own shit. (laughs) This is why I work with Angel Phoenix. I need someone who's an amazing person at the plugging and the marketing and mainly the publicity because obviously... I uh, have a little room to grow there. I digress. Why I've been in this vortex is this is an opportunity for all business owners. And is it the opportunity? Is it the only opportunity? Is it going to be the best forever opportunity? Probably not. But what you will do is position yourself at the head of the pack. And when you can understand how to operate a business that securely engages with your customer in a way that empowers your customer, your client, your buyer, whatever you call that person that gives you money, you will be ahead of the pack. And I've been talking a lot about this actually on socials. If you feel like you're behind, if you feel like tech's not for you, essentially any of the negativity, the fear, the resistance, the resentment, the regret, all of that is very real. It is also holding you back. And it is likely based on some past experiences that you have that taught you something. You might be using that something as an excuse right now. So I guess this is one of those episodes where I'm just going to be talking shit. (laughs) 
But really what I want this to be is one of those episodes that you can come back to over and over and over again. So it empowers you as a creator, as a visionary, as a trailblazer, and as a rebel and rule breaker, my people. This episode is about the roadmap because we be road tripping, y'all. And when you think about a roadmap for your business, it's going to feel a lot like a business plan. Essentially, we're picking a starting point and an end destination. And then we're just trying to figure out how we're going to get from the beginning to the desired geographical location, right? And business, it's also monetary, marketing, influence, power, you know, all of it. In Web3 and where we're kind of you know, going the Star Wars intro, bravely explore where no man has gone before, sort of popped into my head there. In business, and, and I think for the, and these purposes, especially when you're thinking about Web3, especially, especially, especially if you're one of my brave soldiers who is going to be implementing blockchain and smart contracts in your business, pick a thing. And that's where the roadmap is going to be incredibly powerful. Now, I... This is step number three on the Web3 Basic B Biz Guide. And it goes in conjunction with utility. And so as I'm talking, have a think about some of the things you may have fantasized about creating either a smart contract, aka an NFT around in your business. I also recorded an episode on NFTs, so feel free to listen to that to get a better idea of what that means. Please access the guide. It will give you some definitions. I'm trying to make this as simple as possible. And so if it's not, if you have questions, please email hello at Nicole BZ because I 1000% guarantee your question is someone else's question. And by asking that question, you are helping me help another entrepreneur, small business owner, solopreneur, busy mom, husband, father, son, daughter, sister, grandmother, grandpa, human, human being, figure this shit out. It hasn't been explained well. That's why you don't understand it. It's not actually very complicated. It is computer science. So, you know, depending on how you did in like chemistry, you get it. You get when people use weird ass words to try and explain something. So I'm going to do my very, very best to not use blockchain to explain blockchain <laughs> or words that feel a little bit meaningless. And I'm, I'm getting a little lost in the weeds. So I'm going I'm to get back to the roadmap. I'm going to get back on track, my friend. And I'm not going to tell you how to make a roadmap. It's simple as fuck. Again, it's just, it, it's like new sort of internet jargon. It's a plan. And if you Google how to make a product roadmap or how to make a service roadmap or how to make an NFT roadmap, there are about a thousand blog articles on it. So I by no means need to repeat what's already out there. So we start at the very beginning. What is your idea? What is your product? What is your service? What is the thing you're going to be mapping out? And it might be a little bit of a different perspective than thinking about in terms of your business. And actually, I want to give full credit where credit is due. It was Miss Coco D that challenged me to think about this. Roadmap, roadmap your coaching service. Where is someone at in five years post-service? Or potentially, they're still working with me. Where are they at in 10 years? I had never thought about it like that. And I'm going to actually, I'm going to give you like a really personal slash professional like example, because when I very first started coaching, I had never offered a service. I'd never been in this service. Well, no, that's not true. I'd definitely been in a service-based business. Everything I've ever done in the music industry was an absolute service. The nonprofits, I mean, that was art education, arts, guidance, things like that. But yeah, I mean, always teaching, always guiding, essentially always coaching. But, you know, I, I very much always thought about it from the client's perspective. And so 
when I started my coaching business, my intention was to triage, get in, solve a problem, get out. My style of coaching teaches people how to coach themselves. So it never occurred to me that my, my, I thought my product lifestyle was three months. I thought my roadmap was three months long. We start working with each other. We meet once a week. We get you good and we go. And what happened? So what I first noticed, and this is actually where I think Web3 is really, really powerful and how I think that if we almost all start to reframe our business, both as service-based and tech-based, it is going to lead you very successfully into the 21st century. And I think we've all been kind of fooling ourselves that we're doing anything other than. And I can hear, I can hear the people with the products. I can hear the people who are selling information and selling guidance. I'm curious how you engage with every single person that buys from you. And for those of my, you know, my professionals, my leaders, potentially people working in an organization, I bet you spend 95% of your time on a tech platform and or if you're the people who are out and about in your work, I'm still going to assume all of your payment processing, all of your communication, so much is happening because of technology. The business infrastructure happens there especially if you're listening to this. So when I was challenged by first my clients, every single person wanted to keep work, like a hundred percent of the people that I started working with wanted to keep working with me. So that was the first thing that I realized is, okay, I, I need, my product needs to respond. I need to think about this roadmap in a slightly different way. Then what I also realized is my people are very successful. They're very busy. They are also creating a shitload of momentum in their lives and business by working with me. And once a week was really fucking intense by giving them at least a couple weeks to marinate and really integrate what we had talked about and to be able to implement the strategies and also start to experience the results. We just needed a little bit more time. And to be honest, that time varied. And the way I've approached that, I don't want to get too in the weeds with this one, but the way I approach that has varied because I'm responding to what my customers are asking. Again, even with a six-month container, every single person wanted to continue working with me. And so I tested a month-to-month -month option. Now, in the face of all of the freaking uncertainty and change that we've been through in this world, in the last couple of years, even six months feels like a lot. And so I'm constantly evolving my product, aka my service, so that I can better meet my customers' needs. And I'm not thinking about that any longer as just the specific time that we're working with each other. What is the ongoing value? What is the utility of my particular service? And I challenge you again, as you're listening to this, to start thinking about what's the roadmap for this item, this offering that I'm going to monetize in my business? What happens in a year from now or three years from now or five years from now? And maybe after this episode, really close your eyes and feel into it. So this is where the roadmap feels a little bit different than a business plan or a marketing plan or even the lean canvas. And it really is to me a feeling. And if you're listening to this, I know you have a vision. I know you have an idea. And chances are you probably have already monetized that in some way, shape or form. 
So like you've got your beginning destination. What you might not have thought about, I mean, if you're anything like me, is what will this idea look like in three years for the end user? What about five years? What about 10 years? And if time feels like, if that feels crazy, what I would encourage you to do after this podcast is dream into it, create some space. If you've worked with me, you know what I mean when I say this, tap into that level six energy and envision your end user, your customer client or buyer in a like long-term <laughs> scenario, somewhere, where, somewhere you know, far, far away, the galaxy, using your product, reflecting on your service, referring somebody back. What is their experience like? What are they saying? Why are they talking about you? Who are they sharing this information with? Get really clear, tap into all five senses and think about what is the roadmap for this offering long-term. And if you are in the dreamer phase, if you have yet to actually truly map this out, firstly, how fucking exciting you get to try this for the first time. Some of you may have thought like I attempted this or I never really committed to this or I thought that's what my business plan was for. And so this is this is a little bit different in the sense that it really is a feeling. And what you're going to start with is what are you most excited about? It's very similar to design theory and creative confidence and that those few podcasts that I talked about. This is the ideation stage. We're coming up with all of the ideas here. We are researching. We're doing a SWOT analysis. <laughs> We're looking at what other businesses are doing, what other like-minded products are doing, or potentially if you're creating something totally fucking new, what have hybrid versions of what you are offering done? How? When? What did their timelines look like? What did their context look like? You can get a lot of information from existing roadmaps. You can also completely trailblaze. And you know, you know what's going to work best for you. If you're experiencing some resistance, and it's funny because I was just thinking I actually encourage everybody that I work with to bring this stuff up. And I should probably call this out more often in my podcasts. Any of those objections, any of the reasons why this wouldn't work for you, or even better, the reasons when you've tried this and it didn't work, so you've got proof, bring all of that to the surface. Write it all down. That is what is holding you back. And if you've worked with me, you know that our first session is a 90-minute strategy session. It's essentially where we build your roadmap. And in every single instance, we are able to address these objections, aka blocks, aka limiting beliefs about why you can't move forward. So the road mapping process is amazing because it will not just illuminate where you're going, it will also illuminate the obstacles, the twists and turns, and potentially, you know, the resources, the additional skills, the things that you're going to need in order to keep going on your journey. So use this as an opportunity in this creation and creative phase to also identify what needs tending. What do you need to develop? What do you need to release? What isn't working? What didn't work? You know, if you feel like you've tried this and it didn't work, what was the problem? Here's the other thing I think is fascinating about road mapping and using this terminology because it really does come from the tech world. We didn't talk like this mm, like 20 years ago. 
Pivot is another word that is very specific to the tech industry until 2020 when everybody started to pivot. And if you've been hanging out for a while, you're my fucking favorite. But secondly, you probably attended my online workshop in May of 2020 called Don't Believe the Hype, Stop the Pivot Madness. That actually wasn't what it was called. I can't remember what it was called. You get what I'm trying to say? So everybody was fucking pivoting. And here's the thing. Pivot is a part of a strategy where you are launching something early. You know it is raw. It is unfinished. You are pricing it accordingly. You're sharing it with a trusted group of people. You let people know it's the beta launch, the soft launch, the test case, right? And then you use the feedback to iterate and improve. Design theory, anyone? So with a roadmap, actually planning on the pivots. That's when a pivot is advantageous. That's when a pivot can change your life and business is when you plan on making changes based on the feedback you are getting in real time. I am talking like a robot from your audience. (laughs) So when the roadmap includes all of that, it includes when are we checking in? What are our expectations? How long are we trying to do this? And actually I have another episode coming out on decision-making. It can feel totally fucking overwhelming to try and create a plan for 10 years. We know that plan isn't going to stay stuck in stone. Like whatever you're creating isn't going to be concrete for 10 years. But the whole point is when you create a map, when you have a destination, you know where you're going. And then if you do come up against a roadblock, you can course correct accordingly. And that's what the pivot should be about. The pivot should be something that will continue to get your existing customer using your existing offering to the final destination. And what I saw a lot of businesses doing that probably aren't around anymore in 2020 was like they didn't just you know, take a turn and go on a detour to continue along their way. They like started an entirely new fucking business. And in doing so, they alienated their existing audience, people, support, community. They abandoned them and tried something completely new, which during a pandemic or a recession or any time of stress is is not great. So roadmap, look it up. It's pretty obvious. You know, you start with ideas, you decide on a desired outcome. We get to then the, you find the right problems to solve. And this is what you'll hear me talk about heaps in web three about is utility. And all that means is like, what's your unique selling proposition to use like super old school marketing jargon. But it's like, what problem do you solve? What makes you different? For me with my coaching, obviously I'm super casual and also I'm fucking business. I am all about your results. And that is a very tangible, very 3D approach. Now, I've gone full fucking woo, (laughs) as you know. And it is all about the mindset. It is all about the energetics and the strategy and the structure and the motherfucking results. That's the 3D. If if you're not creating the progress and the success that you desire, firstly, you're not going to be able to pay me, right? But secondly, you're not using this feedback that we keep talking about in order to course correct. And so I'm able to really straddle both worlds. And that's why I call myself the anti-business business coach, because I have learned by working with artists and trailblazers and rebels and people that should never have, quote unquote, been in business, who have made millions upon millions of dollars, who have started hundreds of businesses 
then worked in hundreds of businesses and across industries and across the globe, there is a blueprint available for your success. And for your particular product, that is going to be a roadmap. And I use product. I used to I used to joke around with my bands because I would call their their albums or their tours or their gigs products and they'd get all like shitty about it. And I was like, yo, we are in business, my friend. We are expecting people to give us money for this thing. And for all intents and purposes, this is the best vocabulary we have. And I do want you to think about this in terms of you are creating something that we are going to sell. So we're going to use the word product. So once you have an understanding of your utility, what problem you are going to solve, you pick a time frame. you know, a map's going to move fairly linearly. You might have a few choose your own adventure spots, but for the most part, you're setting a time frame so that you can also have check-ins. You know, it'd be like, like scheduling and every time you're going to stop for the bathroom on a road trip. You know, every two hours we're doing this. The best part about using time and these like space time coordinates, firstly, often in business, we're working with other people. And so you're picking this place in space to meet up and go, okay, is this working? How do we all feel about this? Are we on track? And this is where I think a roadmap is incredibly powerful as we look at what did we think was going to happen? What is actually going to happen? Okay, do we need to update the directions here? So finally, just creating a way where you're communicating this regularly is going to be really, really helpful. And you'll see on a lot of Web3 projects that they actually have a roadmap that they publish. This is exactly what we've discussed. It's the from, you know, the ideation phase to the delivery phase and then what happens next. How do we create value? How do we create loyalty? How do we build this? How do we expand upon this value? As you're doing this, like I said, there's probably going to be a bunch of things that come up and they might sound very logical, very responsible, very reasonable. I was working with somebody today who pointed out that the particular platform they were using was designed to work in a certain way and that did not that did not support their business. Maybe or maybe you're just using that platform the way everybody else uses it and you haven't thought about how can you align it with your business. Now that sounds like a very reasonable explanation. Why can't I why can't I expand on this platform? This platform is generating a couple thousand dollars a month for me fairly passively. You know my thoughts on passive income. There's no such thing, but you know a couple thousand dollars show up in my account every month and I don't I don't have to do a lot. There's an exchange. It's very time-based. My business is a little more flow-based. I like to release things when I feel like releasing them. It might be three new products in a week. It might be three products in a month. Okay. Use that platform to communicate that appropriately. Let your people know this is the minimum of what you can expect, but this is the potential. So just, I guess that was kind of a airy-fairy example. Just notice when you think something isn't working for you. Just notice when you're logical mind says, well, we can't dot, 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 or there isn't dot, 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 or before that, then this dot, dot, dot. That's one of my favorites actually is, well, I can't do this until that happens. Let yourself be moved. That's what the roadmap will allow is it essentially creates the lane for which you can drive your business. You can drive your products. And most importantly, you can drive your people. You can say, hey, this is where you meet me. This is where we're going. This is why this matters. We can often overcomplicate things in business. And in doing so, we create overwhelm, we create burden, we create undervaluing. We're overcomplicating it. A roadmap gives you the opportunity to keep it super fucking simple. And anytime you feel that resistance, 
you feel like, you know, the vehicle is slowing down, things just got dicey, look at your roadmap. This is, again, an opportunity to course correct. What can you let go? What can you release? What doesn't need to happen right now? This also shows us where we can invest. And, I, you know, when I say invest, I mean, where can we focus? Where can we channel our energy? It might be a financial investment. It's probably going to be more work and extra time. I mean, we might just need to extend a deadline. Things might be taking longer than we expected. That's where comparing real to planned and using that information to course correct means firstly, we can't fail because until we get to that end destination, we're still going. And if things aren't happening the way that we expected, that's simply information. It is never a failure. And it is always an opportunity to go, okay, how can we best serve? How can we best act now? Okay, so I get a lot of inquiries from different businesses and business owners, especially now that I have started really flogging Web3 and this new this new opportunity for business. Like, how does this apply to me? How can I take advantage of this? So I'm going to try and start giving some more concrete examples of how I think different businesses, mainly based on the people that are reaching out to me. So if you want to know how this can apply to you, you know what to do. Hello at NicoleBZ.com. So with that, let's talk about what a couple different businesses, how a couple different businesses could utilize a roadmap specifically for a Web3 opportunity. So i.e. operating an offering on a blockchain or utilizing a smart contract on a blockchain. And that might sound redundant. You could be employing a cryptocurrency. So you could be using a currency in your business that is on a blockchain that has a roadmap. Or you could be using a smart contract that exists on a blockchain like, I said blockchain, blockchain, like an NFT. There are, there are probably numerous examples of how we could be using blockchain in your business, but I'm going to keep it to a couple simple examples here, okay? So firstly, restaurant. So many times I get restaurant owners asking, like, how the fuck can we utilize Web3? And we'll get into the gajillion of opportunities. But what I will say in terms of building out a roadmap, here's how I want you, mm, let me rephrase, here's how I would think about this opportunity. So my restaurant is the space for someone to meet on a first date. They might have a drink. It goes well. They stick around. They stick around for dinner. It's going really well. They have dessert. It's going fantastic. You know what happens next. So, you know, that's that's step one on my customer journey and my roadmap. Now I'm thinking about this long-term. I'm thinking about how can I best connect with this customer? How can I create loyalty? How can I create advocacy? How can I reward them? So I'm not just going to think about their first day. I'm going to think about their wedding. They're hosting their reception at my establishment. They're doing that because I've taken care of them. After a couple more dates, I inspired an anniversary celebration. I was there when they proposed. I had a photographer available. I had their favorite menu items ready to go. I threw in some extra wine. I essentially courted this courting couple along their journey and they chose to host their wedding reception with me. We might end it there, right? Three years, five years feels reasonable. But what about if I get to host their kid's first birthday? What am I offering in my space? How am I communicating with these people? How am I building this loyalty and this trust? So they're not just having their first date with me, they're celebrating their child's first birthday. 
that's an example of a restaurant's roadmap. How about a home service? Another one people tell me cannot exist on the blockchain, cannot utilize Web3. <laughs> oh, 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 my friend. Here's how I think about that. I think this might even blow your mind. It's so fucking simple. So I know a lot of the home services I find are from a coupon. I get a coupon book in the mail. I look on one of those coupon websites that I can't think of right now. And I engage a service. So I, my customer's first step is a discounted entry point. And then from there, I am incentivized with a membership. Perfect opportunity for an NFT. You want to know why? Listen to the NFT episode. So I turn them into a repeat customer. They're getting exceptional value. It's scheduled. It's a home service. It needs to happen at a pretty regular frequency. I mean, that might be twice a year. That might be once a month. But through their NFT holding, they get that. As a result, I am able to send them different offers, new services, and it's an easy peasy, permissionless, trustless transaction. And eventually this person sells their home. So I've got, I've taken them from a discount customer to a repeat customer, and now they're upgrading their home and they're taking my service with them. So I have now increased the value of their service. They might even become a VIP member because they're going to need to expand my offering to fit their expanding needs. Simple, right? So for me to kind of bring this full circle from the example, what I'm looking at is a roadmap where someone wants to start working with me and they, we've not worked with each other before. So instead of jumping into a full-on one-to-one coaching partnership that's six months long, I can offer them an NFT entry into the anti-business school. And that might be for a very limited time, but they can buy the postgraduate NFT level that gets them a one-to-one group coaching, or I'm sorry, a one-to-one call once every three months. They can also get access to a group coaching call bi-weekly. They get access to a Discord community that is chock-a-block full a visionary trailblazing rebels, rule breakers, creatives, entrepreneurs, change makers that are able to support each other, communicate with each other. And I'm dropping all of my content, all of my lives in there first. If that experience is of benefit and of value, they are the only ones that are able to access one-to-one coaching moving forward. Additionally, any training, any event, any offering that I create, my VIPs get access to first and foremost. The other NFT holders, once they've gotten what they needed out of the experience, they can sell it. I can buy it back from them and we can create a very reciprocal, beneficial, exclusive relationship. So I hope that gives you a few ideas. What I just want to finish this up with is if you are listening to this, you you know everything, my friend. You have the idea. Begin with the end in mind, right? Like, I didn't fucking invent that statement. That's what a roadmap offers you. It's the end in mind. And you've heard me say this before, and you'll hear me say it again. What if I guaranteed you success? How would that inform your decision-making right now? If I promised you, you're going to get to where you're going and your people are going to come with you. I'm going to leave you with that one. Thank you so much. As per always, I do this for you. I do this with you and I wouldn't do it without you. So I appreciate you more than you ever know. If you've got questions, I think I've pretty much repeated all of my contact details a million times, but hey, let's let's give it one more good old-fashioned go. Web3BZ is going to be where the basic B Web3 guide lives. And if you sign up for The Loop, which is my newsletter, 
You can do that by going to any of my socials at the BZ channel or my website, NicoleBZ.com. You're going to be the first to know all the things. It's pretty much the easiest way to stay in touch with me. That usually comes out at the end of every month. And it's mainly a recap. Every now and again, I will also let you know if I've got something fucking amazing going on. And that's it. I'm never going to sell your data. Shit, I don't even store your data. So it is not not going anywhere. Absolutely trustless and permissionless. What you'll also see is how I am utilizing Web3 because that that Web3 basic B-guide is going on a Web3 platform. And I have introduced the first step in the Web3 basic B-guide across all of my businesses. So curious what that means? Check, check, check it out. It's very, very simple. It's very easy. You're probably already doing a little bit of it. It's just a slightly different intention. So that's all I got. Thank you so much. I love you. Bye.